0: What to expect on the podcast today. This is the Reality Stretch Show, episode number four. In it, I'm going to read you this description, and then we'll get to the podcast. But I write these descriptions after the live stream in the mornings, so this will serve as a brief summary for you to uh, decide if today's show is worth the listen to you. So, description... The title is Flow with the Universe, New Podcast Ideas, Live Wall Art. The description of this episode in this, we talk about Wally Minto on flowing with the universe, Elon Musk's infamous instructions to Tesla employees on how to be more productive in meetings. We discuss live camera wall art in further detail. And then we talk about the current deficit of local substantive news in Boise, Idaho and in the Treasure Valley at large and how to fill that that void we talk about chat gpt generated stories and uh stable diffusion artwork accompanying those stories we talk about uh as well how i want to launch a podcast called constitution daily when we go over founding documents and learn a little bit about that we t- ask what kind of joe you are to understand that further listen to that portion and to near the beginning then at the end of the video, I try to figure out how to view my YouTube live stream chat. So when I get to that part, just turn it off. I should just cut it out of the podcast, but I'm not going to because I'm too lazy and we don't have any audience, viewers, members, participants anyway, so it doesn't really matter at this stage in the game. Uh, when will we turn from an audience to none? of none to an audience of one is an incomprehensible improvement from none to one. The jump is an infinite improvement. Uh, Going from zero to uh, hero. Zero to hero. So if you watch the live stream uh, at any point live, and you feel so inclined, comment, say hello, and you will be celebrated forever as the real MVP of the program. Anyway, let's get to it. Today is December 20th, 2022. This is Reality Stretch. I am your host, Spencer Ingram. Let's stretch reality together. Good morning! So... I figured out how to get my chats visible. So when we make that um, important jump from none to one in audience participation on this live stream, I will be ready for it. I will be ready for it. And we will... I'll harass them. It might be a bot, and I'll just say, Welcome, bot. And I'll see if I can get them to respond. But the point is... Oh, see, look, it says there's one viewer on Twitch, but I'm pretty sure that's probably the Restream account, right? Hey, if you're viewing this on Twitch, then uh, comment. Say, hello. But I'm guessing it's probably to do with some sort of third-party service since I'm using Restream to broadcast to Twitch and Twitter and YouTube Live. Anyway, all right, so... I listened to the show again yesterday and some observations listened to the program and this is episode four. (coughs) Sorry about that. This is episode four. And, um, it seems that on the first episodes, I really, you know, I ramble at the beginning and then get into some things I think are interesting, then really pick up momentum at the end. So I want to come out swinging and, Pick up more momentum in the beginning. But maybe near the beginning of the show, we just discuss some general observations I've made about life through my interactions with family friends throughout the day before because I'm also adding principles to the sandbox. Someday, I'm hoping to release some sort of charge or commitment to people with a certain set of principles to live by Uh, because I've made some observations I think are valuable. This is not one of them what I'm about to say but I think it's funny and I was chatting about this yesterday actually with my dad on the phone and um, I think I think it's funny and I posted it on the the show notes yesterday but I need to find a different way to phrase this but the principle is I need to have a meme with like four quadrants and I will make it or someone else makes it, but since no one's participating in this program yet, then it looks like I'll be making it. So I'll add that to the sandbox. Maybe I'll make it on the live stream, but imagine a quadrant with four panels, uh, a grid with four panels. So up in the left, I'd say the, you know, let's say lower left. The principle we want to illustrate is receive badness, give badness. And I I don't come up with a better word than badness, because that just it just sounds people say goodness, uh, but we don't often use the word badness for some reason, but it's funny, so maybe I'll use it because it sticks. Receive badness give badness if you do this you are an average joe okay using the term average joe now let's say in the um let's say in the upper left let's say in the upper left receive goodness give goodness That's Generous Joe. Okay, so Average Joe and Generous Joe. Receive goodness, receive badness, give badness is Average Joe. Receive goodness and give goodness is Generous Joe. Now, receive down in the bottom. um, I'm going to change the meme already, but the principle is in the other uh, quadrant is Receive goodness and give badness. That's scumbag Joe. And then receive badness, but give goodness, is Saint Joe. So the question is, how do we encourage people to move into generous Joe and Saint Joe? So if we receive pain and we receive a challenge and we receive maybe a a criticism, hopefully, is constructive. But let's say it's not. If we're, we're if we're the recipient of something we believe to be negative, hurtful, painful, how can we be a Saint Joe? How can we receive that, process it, turn it around, flip it, and distribute it as goodness rather than perpetuating a cycle of um, of badness? And then it's easy to be an average Joe. It's a little bit harder to be a generous Joe, but still relatively easy. Because when you receive something good and distribute something good, that basically just is like an average thing to do, but a good thing to do. No question, it's, it's good. The other possibility is to receive something good and distribute something bad, which would make you a scumbag Joe. So hopefully... We can move away from being scumjack, scumbag Joe, away from being average Joe, away from you know towards being generous Joe or Saint Joe. So there you go. What 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 kind of Joe are you, and what are you going to be today? So the first time, you know, start by thinking of who you. Do not like who you really do not get along with and, you know, pray for that person, Wish you don't necessarily have to interact them because interact with them if you're not ready, because the thing is, we're also some people might be considered toxic with their interactions with us. I'm not advocating for make that person more a, a more more integral part of your life, per se, unless you feel inspired to do so. But what I am advocating for is in your heart, forgive that person and pray for that person and wish them well in your prayer. Pray for their success in all of their endeavors, everything they have going on in life, and just spread the positivity. It's amazing. I think think praying for someone else, it's interesting that Jesus says that because praying for someone else is a very powerful way to to have our own perspective towards them change and to have greater empathy. But again, it doesn't necessarily mean we let them control our lives. But just, just don't, you know, I don't know where this quote came from. Let me Google it. Let's see here. It's so good. Let me let me just see. <laughs> Let's see if this is accurate. All right. So the let me tell you the phrase, then we'll do a little bit of research to see where it came from. All right. So someone said, "Resentment is like taking poison and waiting for the other person." to die which i think is fairly profound so here's a you know someone brought it up in quora and attribute it to malachi or malachi mccourt i don't know it's not malachi it's got a y if it has a y at the end is that malachi or malachi i don't know probably messing it up either way so let's look at the forbes one because quora can be sketchy so let's see here. So she attributes Amy Rees Anderson attributes the quote to Malachi Malachi McCourt as well. So let's Google Malachi McCourt. He's an American Irish author, okay. Uh, writer, one-time pub owner, and politician. He was the 2006 Green Party of New York candidate for governor of New York State, losing to Democratic candidate Elliot Spitzer. He's 91 years old, still living. So, resentment quote. Let's see here. So... Let's find out where he first used this quote. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Here's a here's a website called Quote Investigator. Let's see. Uh, well, looks like someone may have said it earlier. Um, let's see here. So this is a website called Quote Investigator. Resentment is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. Who said it? And um, Quote Investigator: The early earliest strong match located by Quote Investigator appeared in the 1980 book *The Angry Christian* by Bert Gezzi. Emphasis added to excerpts. Resentment is like a poison we carry around inside of us with the hope. That when we get the chance, we can deposit it where it will harm another who has injured us. The fact is that we carry this poison at extreme risk to ourselves. And that's an interesting perspective. If we're carrying it, hoping to redeposit it. So this is this simile is not identical. Okay, alright. Um, let's see. Let's see if they mention Malachi in here as well. 'Cause I like if it's Maliki that said it, then I like the way that he uh phrased it better. Anyway, if you guys if anyone ever actually wants to Looks like um uh, it's like Nelson Mandela said it too. Anyway. If Bert Gezi in The Angry Christian was the first to say it in 1980, then who knows? Maybe, what's his face, Malachi um, McCourt read that book. Who knows? Does it really matter? It matters to me. I think it's important that people actually find sources for things where possible. That's why when I was talking about how... Albert Einstein is attributed to have said that the most important question we can answer for ourselves is: Is it a friendly universe? I I did look up to see if I could find that reference, and it's just definitely attributed to him, but couldn't find like i there were a lot of references of it being attributed to him, but no no revelation of the source material. So that's why I'm saying is very. Sketchy. This quote on the other hand resentment is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die. This quote is uh, would be much easier to track down and it looks like there's two or three sources where this, uh, this phrase might originate. So anyway but just remember the principle of that. Resentment is like taking poison and waiting for the other person to die and make sure you're not that person. That's what scumbag Joe would do or you know don't be don't be a scumbag and rather than rather than focusing on what we don't want to be instead of saying don't be a scumbag we should say be a generous saint You know, I talked about how whatever you focus on is what you get more of. So if you're putting out there into the ether what you don't want to have happen, your focus is on what you don't want to have happen. It's on the thing that you don't want to have happen. Similarly, I need to lose maybe 60 pounds, and that's what I've been saying for years. And uh, if my focus is on the weight I need to lose... Well, the thing I'll get more of is the weight that I need to lose. So instead, I've reframed it as just in the past couple days. This is stretching reality, right? Focus on what you want more of. So I've reframed it. Instead of trying to lose 60 pounds, I've said I'm simply gaining a healthy and desirable state. All right. I'm gaining a healthy state. So, I've reframed that. And you know what's interesting is like in the past couple days, I haven't had like such a sweet tooth. I haven't had uh, cravings for things late at night. I'm doing a little bit of a sort of an intermittent fasting where I skip breakfast and um, start eating after about noon or 1 p.m. and then stop eating at about 7. And I haven't had any issues with it since I did that reframe. So it goes back to what, you know, Wally Minto says in his results book. See, here it is. Wally Minto, when he talks about be, do, have, rather than have, do, be. That's the way to flow with the universe. This book is very frustrating. I haven't made my way all the way through because it's very insightful, but it's split into like three different sections and it's just long paragraphs like there's no chapters it's just sections and each section is just a long single paragraph in a sense so I need to um I need to finish reading it because I like it a lot and I like the concepts there now unfortunately Wally Minto's passed on and I haven't been successful in tracking down his estate to be able to ask someone and and, and the, the person... This was printed in the 70s, I think. Oh, and it's published by Coleman Graphics, Inc. And there's a telephone listed in Farmingdale, New York. And, of course, I called it and the telephone was disconnected. I searched them on Google. Couldn't find them anywhere. Yeah, it was published in 1976. So Wally Minto, as much as I can find about him, he taught a bunch of self-improvement courses based on this material. So this is the Alpha Awareness Results book. How to get results in life and uh, how, how to get results in life, how to flow with the universe by Wally Minto. So he taught a bunch of courses based on this subject matter and he's since passed on. But anyway, he's the one where I first encountered that concept chronologically because I first started hearing about it when I read Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. But he says in there he attended a seminar back in like the 70s or 80s or whatever, where they talked about be, do, have, and have, do, be. And I'm pretty sure that he must have attended one of Wally Minto or someone like him, some sort of spiritual coaches program. And uh, look where Robert Kiyosaki ran with it. But again, the principle is instead of waiting for society to agree. So just briefly touching on the example used in the book, a little girl who is a a singer, uh, who wants to become a singer, the way the world typically goes about it, That isn't flowing with the universe is they say, well, if I want to be a singer, I should do all the things a singer does. I should take voice lessons. That's a verb. That's something you do. Taking the lessons. Going through the lessons. Um, Practice. I should do some concerts. I should... um, as you do those things, book the lessons, book the venues, get a coach, practice, then the next step is to start having what a a singer should have. Have skill, have a good voice, have talent, have an audience, have a nice dress or a nice outfit, have a good microphone, have a good venue. You, you, once you're doing the things a singer does, you start having the things that a singer has, but you are not a singer yet, because if the audience gets up and walks out, because you're not, you don't have talent, then everybody would agree. Okay, it turns out you're not a singer. Um, you don't have the consensus of society. You don't have the consensus of your environment. So, time to, time to time to hang up the microphone and you know move on with life it didn't work for you kid sorry or maybe the little girl has talent maybe everything's successful she has all the things a singer has and the audience agrees and loves her singing and voila now she can she has permission to be a singer So that's how the world typically has gone about things in the past. Do, have, and be. Wally Minto points out that the proper order is to go from be to do to have. Some little girls that are a singer, they are a singer. No matter what anybody tells them or what advice they may be given, they are a singer. They know they are a singer. And because they are a singer... Because they are a singer and it's in their nature. It's who they are. It's their state of existence. Then naturally, naturally, without feeling like you're swimming upstream or forcing something or trying to make something happen. Naturally, they start doing what a singer does. Because, because they are a singer. So, she's going from a now to a do. Because she is a singer then she practices she sings she maybe takes voice lessons she maybe takes courses on stage presence and dancing or whatever so she's doing the things a singer does and then finally at the end whether or not society or the environment agrees that she is a singer, she is a singer, and nothing's going to change that. It's who she is, it's what she does, it's her state of being. So the audience reaction really doesn't matter as far as making her into a singer or not. But more often than not, as long as she sticks with it because it's who she is, then the, the universe, the world, will respond to that favorably. Of course, every celebrity, every famous person has their... Their share of detractors that's just that's just part of this experience in this life so not saying everybody will agree but more often than not someone truly aligning themselves with their nature is going to be witnessed and supported by their fans at some point maybe not right away maybe She actually needs to improve her talent. But if she is a singer and if she's convinced she's a singer because it's who she is, then nobody can really take that away from her because it's self-generated. And for someone who is trying to move against their own self-belief, they're swimming upstream and they're pushing themselves to do something that feels out of their natural state they're pushing out of their comfort zone which I encourage people to be pushed out of their comfort zone this is reality stretch but I think that there's a way to do it in a way that you can you can hone and refine who you actually are and then your environment and what you create the reality that you stretch is a reflection of who you are rather than trying to force it to be someone who you are not to become someone you are not currently. So my approach to something like getting fit, again, would be decide today you are fit and you're simply attaining a healthier state. Don't focus on what you are not and what you're trying to become that you are not currently. Focus on who you are and who you want to be more so than how far you have you think you have to go to get there or what you have to lose in order to be there so anyway that's that's uh that's i think an easier way to stretch reality and flow with the universe stretch reality flow with the universe all right so let's talk about some things here i have written down in my personal sandbox okay let's see here uh, All right, so let's quickly look at what I mentioned yesterday. This is what I'm trying to attract, what, a product, because I have a couple ideas that are not currently in existence, like I had mentioned. Um, just for an example, look at this site again, and there are lots of sites like this. If you look up live webcams around the world, then... Let's look at this one. Piazza San Marco in Venice. Am I saying that right? I mean, I know I'm saying Venice, right? But <laughs> and probably San Marco, but is it Piazza? So here it is. It's a live view. Let's make this full screen. So we're looking at a live view, and of course it has the the watermark of Skyline Webcams since they're the one that are bringing us this. Um, it looks like the camera is posted at Hotel Concordia in Venezia. What's that? Like a little construction site? I mean, what are we looking at? I don't know. But look. It's so cool. Look, there's some people selling hats and wares. It must be kind of cold because everybody's wearing hefty coats. There's some people feeding some birds. Look, there's like a little cafe there on the right. There is, yes, a construction site on the left. But you can sit here and you can like do bird watching in Venice. Like, come on. Isn't this cool? Like, imagine. Let me switch to my office view again, real quick. So imagine I'm sitting here in my live stream and I have like three boom, boom, boom pieces of art that are streaming a live feed from somewhere. And now, again, for anyone who's a little bit more technical, the way I would work the user interface is have like 10, like if you poke the screen, I want it to bring up a grid with like 10 squares. And each square can hold a different direct link for a different feed. Now, the way that you configure those, so if you poke the screen, I want to see like a little settings icon on the upper right or one of the corners that you can click on in order to input the SSID and network information of your local Wi Fi. And I also want it to show or display the IP address of the display. Now, you go to your browser or you go to uh, on your phone or desktop or laptop and you input that IP address of that display. And I want it to bring up a GUI where you can simply copy and paste and select different direct feed sources like this one. So that's, that's what I want. It's simple. And then the question is, how do you conceal the power cable that's going to the unit? Because no one wants to look at cables draped across their wall so and and i would have the ability to like daisy chain the power cables so powers only ran to the first unit and then it's passed through to the second unit passed through to the third unit however that needs to happen there should only be one power lead going to the system anyway and again my other thought is let, let's look at a different let's look at a different live feed but well, that's great tourists taking pictures let's see if we can have like what's a time What's a time zone? Live cams by category. Let's look at top live cams. There's city views. There are beaches. Here's the Milan Cathedral. Uh, here's a fountain in Rome that looks like it's hopping. Looks like there's lots of people there. Uh, here's a beach. Um, da, da, da. There's New York 42nd Street again. Jerusalem Western Wall. Dubai. Um do do. where is I wonder if there's like where's the part of the world where it's like bust bustling right now? Where's the where's the where would be the evening right now? Uh Europe? I guess Europe maybe, because what? They're eight hours ahead of where I am? And it's almost Look zambia lower zambezi national park elephants hippos buffaloes lions and other african animal animals live in the royal zambezi lodge we got to check that out i'm going to open a new tab so over here it's in zambia should be eight or nine hours ahead of me so there's a little bird they've got a little pan tilt zoom feature going on automatically on this camera that is gonna pan which i don't know if i like that or not to be to be honest do i want a live view to pan i guess it does in theory give you an opportunity to see a little bit more if there was something that was stationary maybe i like that but yeah so we're looking at a live view of this um game reserve or this park in zambia right now there's that White bird, whatever it is. So we're looking at the Royal Zambezi Lodge. So I, th- I personally think it's not even really a novelty. And maybe it's considered a novelty, but I think that there would be such a great reaction to this. Because, again, I think it's a super cool idea. And if I think it's a cool idea, and I'm not a very unique person, then there has to be... You know, hundreds of thousands of other people that would think it would be so cool to have artwork of a live camera on their wall. There was another one that I found on a different site that had... um, And again, as a company, if you manufacture these things, you'd have to say, you know, like, look, we're not responsible for any of the content you put on this thing, clearly. Like, we're only responsible for putting the putting the channels there but what you put on the channels because i don't know if you get into any issues like here's a smoking tuna saloon in key west on this site that's called worldcams.tv and what's really cool about this is no one's there right now but they often have live groups performing here and it even shows the audio so imagine you had a little speaker it didn't have to be a fancy speaker imagine you had a little speaker on the device you could also capture the audio of course tap the screen turn it up turn it down mute it etc if you didn't want to hear the audio but i was watching like a couple days ago i was watching some guy playing some blues just a solo act on a guitar on an acoustic guitar playing some blues singing his heart out and it was really fun to watch so there it is There's lots of interesting things out there. And I just think that's the coolest idea. And again, it doesn't exist. I've looked. Maybe I didn't look hard enough. But if you spend 15 minutes Googling stuff. Googling stuff and can't find anything about it. Pretty good guess. Pretty good guess. Yeah, I'm still holding steady at one viewer on Twitch. So pretty dang sure that that's just like the third party service restream api that automatically interfaces and makes it a viewer if i had to guess i can still post up in the chat hey yo yeah i really got i really got um my plans foiled yesterday so here's the deal i've never really posted a poll on twitch on twitter so i got on twitter on my reality stretch at reality stretch. And I created a poll that says reality stretch program is the number one podcast in my world. See what I did there? Not the world in my world. And it was going to be really funny because I was going to vote. Yes. And I only set the poll for five minutes I I was so alone, forever alone, because I created the poll, and I couldn't hit the yes button. They don't let the poll creator vote in their own poll. So my plan was foiled and ended up being extra extra alone as I sat there trying to click the yes thing, realizing I couldn't. And I'm like, great, I just tweeted up a poll. I should have just deleted it, but it was a funnier story than not. But even still, I was going to be happy to report that this podcast was rated this stream and podcast was rated number one in my world and i was very excited to report that to you today but unfortunately it did not materialize as such all right so i'm gonna to have to coordinate with one of my friends to say follow my page and vote in this poll it's going to be a um a five minute poll and i i need you to say something clever all right, so back to this. Why are these sites at the top of this list? They're just architectural sites. Let's look at the watch the most popular live cams. Okay, let's let's just look at the M- Milan Cathedral. What's the draw? Oh, there's a Christmas tree. A big Christmas tree. Let's see here. Wow, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty hopping. Is that busy? I don't know. But you could know, you could know, if you had some artwork on the wall, of you could know if it was busy, because if you always had this on your wall, you would know relative to other times what is busy and what is not. But right now, I don't know. Is that busy? How do you even count people? One, two, three, four, five, two. Eight, eight, eight. So like a square inch is about ten people, and it seems to have pretty uniform density. I don't know, man. How many people is that walking around? No, that's a that's a, that's a silly pursuit. I'm not gonna sit here and count people, and I'm not. If I throw a number out, see, I like to think about volume of things. Like I, I'm I'm a weird kid. I say I'm normal, and but there's got to be other people out there that are like me. And in the event that if I went to like a sporting thing, sports thing, let's say a local football game of the local collegiate team. I would I'm the kid that would sit there and I'd love watching the game, but my ADHD and curiosity is such I shouldn't say my ADHD because it's probably offensive for people that are actually clinically adult, uh diagnosed and are on medication. But I'm I'm pretty confident that if I were to go in there to be evaluated, I might be diagnosed with it. But I shouldn't say I am something I don't know for sure if I am or not. As far as ADHD is a label that is typically assigned to people who are clinically diagnosed. All right, I know it's used in, in, so I can decide what I am, but I shouldn't apply a label from an entity to myself without consulting with that label. Right, so that's why I'm saying I should steer clear because there are people out there who are clinically diagnosed, are on, um, on meds to counteract those things, and anyway. Um. so this is really cool we're looking at this Milan Cathedral and now we're getting a little buffering thing but also imagine if on our system that we could have the ability to schedule different feeds at different times of the day so if I wanted to see a beach in Playa del Carmen uh, during the daylight and then At nighttime, when nothing's really happening, maybe I want to display a different feed. Maybe you can have an interface to schedule your 10 different feeds or up to 10 different feeds at different times. Let's look at... Here's Rome. Pantheon. I mean, it makes sense because this... Uh, this particular site skyline webcams is based in italy so makes sense why most of the sites would be in rome or venice but there are a lot in new york as well ooh dubai i've always wanted to go to dubai that would be so cool all right so let's click on this one all right some freeway in dubai they put a watermark on it from the Princess Tower. Full screen. Sweet! Anyway, enough on this. But as you can see, I would spend a lot of time looking at these live cams. Because they're freaking sick. And again, on my wall, boom, boom, boom. I need artwork. going to manifest this thing into existence. And... All right, so let that, be, let that be preserved in the logs of spy- cyberspace that I am requesting live webcam wall art. It's not complicated. And again, if no one creates it, I will hire an embedded systems engineer off Fiverr out of Pakistan for a hundred bucks to design it for me and figure out how to mass produce the thing. Again, I don't know if an Arduino or a BeagleBone or a Raspberry Pi with the 10-inch touchscreen would be the most appropriate or if it'd be better to source a bunch of cheap tablets because tablets are so inexpensive these days. Would it be better to source a cheap tablet? But then you're gonna start getting into like scope creep. I want to keep it simple because if you have a tablet, most likely it'll have a camera on it, and then people are gonna be like, "I don't want to hang a camera on my wall. That's silly." But then if you start saying, "What if you have a dedicated, like a VoIP style type intercom system in your house?" Because you can, but I think that's stupid. No, that is stupid. And let me tell you why. See, this is the purpose of fast iteration. If you had like a, a Zoom type thing hanging on your wall. And you could just call other intercoms in other houses like other people. What's the advantage of doing that instead of using your phone? There is none. And especially because if that display is tied to that piece of that, that location on your wall, now you can't even walk around your house or go to different rooms or whatever. Although, Although, if you could do like a peer-to-peer live webcam, it might be kind of funny for friends and family... To have a live view of you know to be able to create a live feed and host it on the server of the live cam company for maybe you know a, a low fee per month just for hosting the live feed and then be able to exchange it with friends and family like that's actually kind of a funny idea if there was a camera on this device and it could do two-way communication imagine grandparents in illinois have a live have a display in their kitchen that not only displays a live feed but can stream a live feed of their kitchen and imagine you just do that to their grandkids home or their kids home and so they can watch their grandparents kitchen live And when they get up in the morning, they go to the kitchen, they can look at the display and see if anyone else is in their kids' kitchens. They can wave and say hi, like, good morning. As long as everybody can just, like, be cool with it and see what's going on instead of creeper with it. And then you feel obligated to talk to people and talk to each other. So, I don't know. Might be weird. Might be a market for it. But the point is, live webcam art and maybe include a camera that can clip on but not included by default cuz a lot of people just don't like the idea of having a camera and a microphone when they don't have to but of course you maybe you could have like a a hardware toggle switch to turn the camera off and on and, uh, and obscure it yeah, but I think there'd be I think there'd be a little bit of a demand for that. Charge people like 2 bucks to to host, 2 bucks a month or something to host the live stream. What would be the actual cost of hosting something like that? I don't know. But it'd be cool, definitely more of a novelty thing, but I think that personally there's a bigger market. Like I said, I want to be able to look at this live wall art while I'm sitting on the toilet. And obviously, you wouldn't want a camera in that case cuz why would you? Live stream yourself defecating to your, to your, <clears throat> to the rest of your family. That would be quite unfortunate. But again, <laughs> uh, should I say this? I used to be a. I, I should I shouldn't say this. Is a, no, I'm gonna say it anyway. A long, long time ago in a galaxy far away. Here's the deal. I was a contractor that was working on a home, and the. House plans called for two toilets in the master bathroom about three feet, four feet apart, with no dividing wall. And it wasn't a bidet and a toilet, it was two full toilets. That was a head scratcher. All of the contractors that were working on that were like looking at each other and. Like, are they going to hold hands while they're taking a dump? But this was a very ex- eccentric, I would define as a, an eccentric person. So more likely than not, I'm guessing that they probably, this couple probably had an argument earlier in their marriage about like leaving the toilet up or toilet seat up or down. And I'm guessing that uh, this guy probably vindictively said, someday when we are rolling in the big bucks we're going to have two freaking toilets and I'm going to always keep my seat up and you can always put your seat down. That's the only thing I can think of. Cause again, it wasn't a, it wasn't a bidet and a toilet. It was just two toilets straight up three or four feet apart, no dividing wall. And it's like, whether you want to just, you know, hold hands and be nearby as you're sitting on the porcelain throne or whether, whether there was the argument about the seat. I say the seat explanation is the most probable, but then I think it's ill-advised because if it, if I were in that position, I would install a urinal. I would install a urinal in a toilet. That's the luxury, man. Maybe a urinal, a, a bidet, and a toilet. Is that the is that the luxe move? But whatever it is, you definitely have to have um, live cam wall art because if you're the kind of person that has a toilet, a bidet, and a urinal you obviously really care about your bathroom time and you're going to want to have that live cam wall art in there. Just saying, just saying. All right. Well, I feel like this devolved rather quickly. Um, (laughs) So I've got a, so here's the, here's the thing I'm going to hop off in a couple minutes here, but I wanted to say reality stretch. If you can't tell by now, the whole point is to stretch reality let me bring over my show notes here boom here's my show notes here are my show notes from yesterday the whole point of this is to try to is to stretch reality and achieve things that we hadn't before so this is episode four i'll i'll do this sort of metadata later on december 20th 2022 And I, you know, I'm going to stream from about 7, let's just say 7.30 to 8.30. That gives me 20 more minutes. Let's say it's an hour today. Why not? Why not? So here's the thing. I'm going to look at my personal sandbox and I'm going to bring in some ideas as I see fit. Um, So let's talk about. Launching other projects, other podcasts, other shows. I live, as mentioned, in Boise, Idaho, and I've touched on this in in past streams. But we have some news sources here, but I don't think that there's a really good comprehensive news source that doesn't maintain that if it bleeds, it leads mentality, or just general bitterness and butt hurtability. Meaning the independent blogs and news sources that I am able to find are always othering other people like what I've mentioned in the past. And I will not listen or participate any longer in any organizations in any significant way in any organizations that other, other people. I don't want to see like a local independent blog trying to raise awareness of a corrupt HOA or or an immoral or unethical politician like help me out here that's why do i want the why do i why do i want to invite the bitters into my day and you some some may critically say this is me sowing bitterness about those people but it's not guaranteed if i were to meet with any of those people that i'm saying are being a little bit bitter and jaded guaranteed i could find something wholesome to talk about with that person guaranteed and but if they were insistent on being toxic then we might have to just simply part ways and i won't keep them in my circle of influence um they can't, I mean, and they probably wouldn't even want to participate in my audience of none, right? Uh, so anyway, the point is, most of the local news sources that I can find feel either irrelevant, not local, which falls within irrelevant, or just bitter, butt hurt, broken, and jaded. Maybe a little bit too harsh, but I want a reputable, reliable news source for local news and politics and events. I'm in Idaho. Idaho is known as the gem state, even though everybody may think we should be the potato state. I've read somewhere that we actually grow by volume more wheat than potatoes. Is that true? I'm going to add that to the sandbox right now. Does Idaho grow more wheat or potatoes? Maybe I should interview someone from the Idaho Wheat Commission to ask that question. But I'm sure I can find an answer online. But maybe interviewing that person would be an interesting interview. Would that be more appropriate for Reality Stretch? Or would that be more appropriate for... Uh, something like Gem State News. I went out and I bought GemStateNews.com. Is that the is .com still the king .com? Is that the TLD of the future, or should I have bought like Gem .dot news? Probably a good idea to buy any of them and all of them when this thing's actually launched. I can speak freely about any of these things to my audience of none, because this is just my cyberspace sound box right now. And again another show I want to launch is Constitution Daily. Now again, this reality stretch shows where we really stretch reality. This is my daily live stream. Today I slept in a little bit regrettably, and I need to um, I need to get up earlier tomorrow because again, I want to do this stream from 6 to 7 or maybe 6:30 to 7:30. But this is around to stay because this is the catalyst. Of everything else I say. That I want to bring to fruition. So the reality stretch program. Is here to stay. And I'm going to do this every day. Monday through Friday. But there seems to be a deficit. Of really good local news. That is contrary to the. If it bleeds it leads narrative. Uh, We do have some good business journals. And development journals. That talk about development projects. And things. But I just want a general all around. If I could have one source to go to, it's ill-advised to have a single news source because you would create blind spots. But that's typically in the case that a news source others other people. If I felt like there was a source that genuinely looked for the positive in the community, I that is a source that I could look to every single morning or whenever and and be well-informed and filled with positivity because if you're genuinely looking for the good on all sides and in all things you're not othering other people in that case so do you really have a blind spot your blind spot in that case would be to all of the quote-unquote bleeding stories all the homicides all the kidnappings all the dark all the the manic all the and uh, the manic panic all of this noise this dark noise it's abundant elsewhere so you'll get your fill it's pa- it's practically blasted on billboards it's it's so pervasive you will find the bleeding headline so you won't have a blind spot there because you'll find it somewhere else but let's have a positive news source that looks for the best in everybody and in every situation and in every community. And if anyone ever does any sort of like criticism of, Hey, there was this seriously horrific event and it was really damaging to the community. Why aren't you reporting on it? Or why aren't you covering it? And just be like, well, there's enough people covering it. There is enough people covering it. Maybe briefly mention what's happening in the bleeding community. Just so we can empathize with each other and support each other and just be aware. But I don't want it to be the focus. I don't want to click, 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 negative, negative, pain, pain, hurt, hurt. Let's get some positivity flowing. Again, don't focus on what we don't want. Focus on what we do want. Positive way to be informed about happenings in the community a positive gossip if there is such a thing there's nothing wrong with gossip that's being an informed and aware person and helping others to be informed and aware but maybe there's a a problem with it if it's negatively biased towards talking about and there's certainly a negative connotation with the word gossip in general of you're most likely going to focus on negative aspects of someone or something if you're gossiping about them so what's uh what's an antonym not an antonym but what's a positive uh, what's a term for positive gossip maybe there's an opening there where's this lexicographer if i'm gonna invent the word proactable, well maybe there's an opening for a positive gossip Sharing the word, being informed. Gossip is just such a good word. Anyway, so, Gem State News, Constitution Daily, studying the founding documents, what they actually mean. That's what I wanted to do with Constitution Daily. And perhaps partner with Gem State News to talk about specifically the Idaho competition. Constitution. Um, Both of my grandfathers were in the state Senate. I think politics is very important in the sense that we ought to know who we are electing and what decisions they'll make to the extent possible. We ought to be informed in as much as getting to know those who we have elected and those who we want to elect but the reason why representative government is so important is that i don't have time to be fully active politically i don't have time to go sit in the peanut gallery during the legislative session and um and and, and process the changes i don't have time to read the regis- legislation that's why there are some interesting think tanks here in in idaho but for the most part that's that's why i want to have a representative government because i simply pick the person who i want to be in the know i pick the person who i want to do the work now i don't know how much time it would take me to go investigate interview people research and find the stories that i think are positive and important and substantive so i don't have i I'm going to say right now, I don't think I will personally do gem state news. What that means is I've got to make a lot of money on my day job so I can like hire an intern or something or someone who can be a citizen journalist. And maybe we just post up stories on Substack and monetize it for two bucks a month or three bucks a month. And we just try to get as many people. I mean, good grief. What is that? I mean, there's like a million people in this valley Are are there enough people that would be interested in a positive news source? We're talking – we're not talking random stuff. We're talking you will be well-informed and aware of what's happening in the community. Uh, Events, fairs, conferences, developments, politics, legislation, policy – and entertainment having a different person what's coming through for a venue what concerts what events what are some fun hiking trails what are some touristy things to go do you will be in the know more so than not but on positive things are there enough people in the valley there's like a million plus people here in the valley oh for example i happen to like in and out burger okay now I wasn't super impressed the first time I went to In N Out Burger. It tasted really fresh. I thought the fries were weird because they were so fresh, and I was used to normal fast food fries. Since then, I'll have you know I've come to really appreciate their fries because they're so fresh and they're so starchy and they're so delicious, and you watch them chop the potato right there. But the problem is, as well, I wasn't aware of the secret menu. So now that I get everything animal style, Where they basically take like melted cheese and fry sauce and grilled onions and smother them all over the burger and smother them. You can get animal style burger, animal style fries. Why am I bringing this up? Because, get ready, the Treasure Valley over here in Boise, Idaho is getting not one, but two In-N-Out burgers. Can you believe it? And one of them is fairly close to my house and that's the one that will be built first as it should be appropriately so i'm excited and i'm looking forward to taking my kids over to get hamburgers, french fries and a strawberry shake so that's some news i'd like to have updates on on the addition of the in and outs i'd like to have Spotlights on local small businesses or farm-to-table dining or just cool things in the culture that are happening. Went to the tree lighting ceremony. And I can find most of this information generally on other news sources. But there may be one story in five where the other four are national bleeding headlines. Like, I... It's tragic tragic the things that are happening that are negative tragic and my heart goes out to those going through those difficult things but i don't want to dwell on those things if you focus on the bad you'll find it and there's so much Why are we so addicted to pain? Why are we so addicted to drama? We can leave it all behind so positive substantive news stories that would make you very well informed about your local community okay now, let's end with a few let let's end with two things. Two things. Instead of kicking them to tomorrow, I have something in my sandbox I'm going to drop in. two, Three things, actually. First of all, yesterday I mentioned how I want to take chat GPT and generate a story, then generate AI art to coincide with the story, then pan, tilt, zoom on YouTube channels. Now, funny, I was in South Africa serving... Uh, a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from 2012 to 2014. And there was this little kid there, this little baby at the time. He'd certainly be, oh my gosh, almost 10 years old. Wild. His name was Gweeba. Gweeba is a fairly common name in South Africa. And I just thought it was a really cool, really cool name. Gweeba. Rolls off the tongue, it sounds great. So if I'm gonna do like an AI chat GPT story time, I already found a channel that's called AI Story Time, but it's someone that just takes AI images that they generated and then they just do a voiceover to narrate the funny things that are happening, and it's not really like kid friendly. Um so I thought to myself, should I go the route of calling it chat GPT stories for kids? for like a channel or should I pick a short concise name that would in theory be easy to search up and also potentially be a brand like Guiba. Guiba is a cool name. So funny story I looked up Guiba.com. I don't know how this worked because I I used to own Guiba.com because I thought it was a cool name and then I let it lapse and as soon as I let it lapse something came in its place that I was surprised about because it was like great invest it was like great western investment bank of america or something and the acronym just ended up being guiba but what's strange is i used to own guiba and then i let it lapse and then this site popped up and the site looked like it was written in php and developed in the early 2000s it looked like an old awful site And I'm like, how does this work? Because I know this just popped up and they're squatting on the domain I owned. So was it someone in like a third world country that just like decided to do a phishing scam? Like if you're out there in the world and if you ever hear this and if you're part of like the great Western investment bank of America or whatever, I apologize. I don't don't mean anything by that. But all I'm saying is this site popped up out of nowhere. I should get back on the way back machine or the time machine and find out. If I can find a picture of that site, because Internet Archive, Internet Archive.org. Oh, that's like borrowable books. What do you call the Wayback Machine? Okay, yeah. I doubt it's in here. Let's find out. Gweeba.com. I doubt. I mean, <laughs> just like. Does it crawl everything? I don't know if it would crawl this. It's just loading. Come on ah wayback machine has not archived that u r l yep, no nope funny anyway. Neither here nor there. I was thinking about just using the name Guiba. I'll go see if it's available on YouTube. But I'm kind of a I'm kind of a favor in favor of just using, and it's also of just using a simple name that's easy to remember and brandable because, like Guiba, apparently according to most people online, is a Osa name. That means like protection from God. Or, like, protection provided by God, not protection from God. Like, God's trying to attack you and you're looking for protection from God. No, it's protection provided by God. And I think that's kind of cool, actually. Because, again, when I first talked about this chat GPT AI story time for kids, that would be entertaining for adults as well, but appropriate for kids. Um, you remember... I was looking for like a trusted thing that like kids can watch. So I think the concept of protection provided by God is kind of a cool idea because, um, again, the Gweeba channel, if that's the name I stick with, the aim would be family friendly, safe content that you always know will be wholesome and fine for kids to watch. All right. Um, anyway, And then briefly, I want to touch on Elon Musk's Rules for Meetings. Have you seen this yet? It was circulated virally on uh, Twitter about two weeks ago during the Twitter takeover. The great Twitter purge and takeover of 2022. All right. So this um, this was posted on LinkedIn. But he has, I want to say it was Business Insider? Or was it? Forbes I feel like it was yes so there was I think business insiders where I originally got this I'll post it here but this references is a, a meeting that apparently was circulated a, a, a around Tesla and I think 2018 let's find out In a brilliant email sent last year I'm going to copy this link instead. Let's see the original thing. So it's on ink. Elon Musk just sent an extraordinary email to Tesla employees. I really like this. And so I put it in my sandbox for treatment. Um, Okay, really quick. Let's look at it. So. He's first had some congratulations in the email of the objectives of the companies. Uh, Good job on the model three. So it's sort of just giving a summary of the email. Now towards the end of the email, I'm quoting here towards the end of the email, Musk delivers a few productivity recommendations. That's in quotes, quote, a few productivity recommendations, On meetings, quote, please get, uh, please get of all large meetings. I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be off. Please get off all large meetings unless you're certain they are providing value to the whole audience, in which case keep them very short. Also, get rid of frequent meetings unless you are dealing with an extremely urgent matter meeting frequency should drop rapidly once the urgent matter is resolved walk out of a meeting or drop off a call as soon as it is obvious you aren't adding value it is not rude to leave it is rude to make someone stay and waste their time on jargon don't Use acronyms or nonsense words for objects, software, or processes at Tesla. In general, anything that requires an explanation inhibits communication. We don't want people to have to memorize a glossary just to function at Tesla. On internal communication. Communication should travel via the shortest path necessary to get the job done, not through the chain of command. Quote, unquote. Any manager who attempts to enforce chain-of-command communication will soon find themselves working elsewhere. A major source of issues is poor communication between departments. The way to solve this is to allow free, free flow of information between all levels. If, in order to get something done between departments, an individual contributor has to talk to their manager, who talks to a director, who talks to a VP, who talks to another VP, who talks to a director, who talks to a manager, who talks to someone doing the actual work, then super dumb things will happen. (laughs) Oh, that should be a t-shirt. Super dumb things will happen. Hmm. It must be okay for people to talk directly and just make the right things happen. In general, always pick common sense as your guide. If following a quote unquote company rule is obviously ridiculous in a particular situation, such that it would make for a great Dilbert cartoon, then the rule should change. That's it it on the summary of the productivity. Uh, I love that. I think it's great. I'm going to post it up on Substack, uh, citing the source, but just my key takeaways from it. But whatever you're doing for work, whatever you do in life, whatever you do in your day, remember those those principles because I think they're very refreshing and very relevant. Okay? Now, one other thing. I want to do some, like, funny... Nope, I'm going to end with this thing and then I'll talk about the other things tomorrow. All right? All right, fair enough. I'm going to end with this. So let me see if I can find this real quick. I wanted to end with a really... What I thought was a really cool poem on it's going to take me a second to find it actually why why review why review when i could regenerate and it's going to be ephemeral this is going to be an ephemeral chat gpt experience here so this is not going to be the same as what i generated previously i'm going to say give me a so I'm gonna say write this is similar to what I what I did earlier. Write a write an eight verse poem in the style of Shakespeare. I also tried Edgar Edgar Allan Poe once and it was really funny. Write an eight verse poem in the style of Shakespeare that considers the considers the following concepts in random order or recursive order and i think i put like blood victory victory sweat tears greed conquest like and yeah i'm not saying i espouse these things what i'm saying is the output was incredibly noble and epic and why don't we add that in noble epic even though that doesn't make sense but it kind of makes sense let's see if it picks up on the spirit of these things and i also put in there like light dark fog sunrise let's see what it spits out because like the the thing that it gave me was so freaking epic it was so epic and instead of pulling that up that one's i've saved it forever so let's try to generate something new you know what let's try to be polite what happens if i write please Will will it get the good feels for doing all this work for me let's try it Please write an eight-verse poem in the style of Shakespeare. Now, someone told me what the style of Shakespeare was. Um, What is it? What is the style of Shakespeare? Something pentameter? Unrhymed iambic pentameter. Who comes up with this stuff? The term describes the rhythm or meter established by the words in that line. Rhythm is measured in small groups of syllables called feet. Lambic refers to the type of foot used. Here the iamb, which in English indicates an unstressed syllable, followed by a stressed syllable, as in above. Iambic pentameter. So someone smart in my circle of influence... Said, "Oh, can you Chat GPT?" I was showing her how to use Chat GPT, and she's like, "Can you rewrite rewrite this in iambic pentameter?" I'm like, "What the crap did you say?" And she said, "That's the style of Shakespeare," and I'm like, "Well, why not just write the style of Shakespeare? Because that's what I had done previously," as I said, "Write rewrite this in the style of Shakespeare." You know, and then it was funny because she didn't know I had done that before, and so she said, "Can you rewrite it in iambic pentameter?" And I'm like, I was so confused. Who came up with that? I don't know. Should we look at the different styles of poetry? Let me slap this in uh different styles and meters of poetry. Poetry, I wrote petry. Alright, so something to consider there. Let's see what that spat out. I said eight verses. It gave me four verses. What? Okay, well, that's fine. Let's see a four verses. Let's see what it said. I said, please write an eight-verse poem in the style of Shakespeare that considers the following concepts in random or recursive order. Blood, victory, sweat, tears, greed, conquest, noble, epic, light, dark, fog, sunrise. So... good it was recursive in some of its selections i just did a high skim here we go blood sweat and tears did flow as conquerors sought victory's glow greed drove them on a noble quest for epic tales that would stand the test through fog and darkness they did push towards the light and a new dawn's hush But as the sunrise began to peak, their conquest left wounds that were deep. For every victory comes a cost, a price that must be paid and lost. But in the end, the tales will tell of heroes who fought through blood and hell. So let us remember those who fought with sweat and tears, a noble thought. Their legacy will live on a shining light in the dark and fog of endless night. That's pretty good. Man, just gives one the chills, doesn't it? Something like that, generate something like that. Now again, what's the what's the feeling that I get from reading that? I'm not encouraging greed, but neither did that poem. It Offered a commentary on greed, so I read that, and I'm not inspired to go on a conquest. I'm inspired to reflect on the consequences of action. That's what I am personally inspired to do. But you got to admit, it's epic, super epic, and perhaps it's an it's a commentary and an encouragement to boldly move forth and conquer your own limitations but while being mindful of the consequences your actions may have on others that was so nice i'm going to tweet that out let me read it one more time blood sweat and tears did flow as conquerors sought victory's glow Greed drove them on a noble quest for epic tales that would stand the test. Through fog and darkness they did push towards the light and a new dawn's hush. But as the sunrise began to peak, their conquest left wounds that were deep. For every victory comes a cost, a price that must be paid and lost. But in the end the tales will tell of heroes who fought through blood and hell. So let us remember those who fought with sweat and tears a noble thought. Their legacy will live on a shining light in the dark and fog of endless night. That's just so great. Alright, well, enough of this. Let's end it. Uh, I went way past the hour I wanted to be doing here. So I'll keep it more concise tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Wait, let me check viewers. Still got that one viewer guessing from an API. Um, zero viewers on uh, Twitter. And how do I even view? How do I even view chat on YouTube? I don't even know. Hang on. I I'll, maybe I'll cut this part out of the podcast. But just for fun, I'm gonna leave myself live. So I can see, all right, I'll cut this out of the podcast, but I'm going to leave this live so I can try to find my chat on a live video on YouTube. And I'm going to Google how, in fact, I'll swing this over here. Let's do some research together. How can I view my live chat on YouTube? YouTube, YouTube. How do I see, let's see. Oh, maybe I have to enable it. Oh, sweet. I can display chat in OBS studio with custom docs. Huh? So then I can have a, like one of those, you've seen other streamers do this where they'll put the chat as an overlay on the video. That's cool. I could do that. Maybe I should do that. There's space right above my webcam face. I can totally do that. That'd be sick. All right. Um, how to use YouTube live chat. Google help. Live chat is turned on by default unless your channel's live stream audience is set as made for kids. As soon as your live stream ends, it will be archived and viewers will be able to watch it along with the live chat. The live chat feature is only available on YouTube watch pages, not on embedded players. So, okay, how to. Oh, so they have a Q&A, live chat views. Yeah, but where do I go? to see the chat. Is it a complicated ask? I don't think so. Am I just stupid? Do you do it from the studio or do you do it from somewhere else? Gotta leave this streaming so I can try to find this. If I go to comments, analytics. Advanced mode. Huh, do I go to content? No. There ought to be a way. I've got to be able to find the chat. Do I get out of, do I go to my channel? Yeah, so here it says home live if i click on this live video so here it says home live if i click on this live video um, so let's see home, okay so i have click to click on the video, video. Um, okay, and see. then i can pop out chat can i okay, pop it so out and I then have exit to click out on of so okay so i popped out chat and then if then I, I post pop something out, say hey, I okay. pop it so out then I then found chat cuz so I'm getting all this so weird so feedback out, because and I'm listening if if I to the channel. Out, hey, chat. Yo, okay. I pop it out like, I found so I need to mute the video So I muted the video, but I also don't want to use bandwidth of me watching myself Do my stream so like look here's the chat popped it out. Hey, oh does this? work so the solution is to just go to your channel click on the live view and then pop out the chat but i should look at the chat overlays for both youtube and twitch is it worth it i don't know i don't think so might be better to just have these chats popped out because look i can pop out my youtube chat is this just the best way to do it i I wouldn't leave this on the screen i would put it on my other monitor but then i can also go to my twitch chat and pop that out so now i have Heyo, oh hey oh do this work hmm I'm gonna I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a qualifier. When I say we make the infinite jump from none to one, I'm gonna put a qualifier on it. That if it's spitting a random number out at me saying that there I've had one viewer this entire stream, odds are that's me. I'm the viewer. And it's just talking about an API. Maybe from Restream or elsewhere, or maybe because I have it pulled up, it automatically says I have a viewer. So the qualifier is First person to comment is the MVP. Once I have a comment, does someone make a chat feature where I can blast out to all the chat? That would probably be too difficult because then how would it pull in the chat too? I don't know, but that's the deal. Uh, First person to comment is going to be the one that takes me from the audience of none to one. So now I can put these chat pop outs on a different screen on my computer and I can now interact with the chat. So that's all you gotta do. Go look at the video, pop out, and I can do that during my, my fun little intro song. Which I might need to get a new intro song because my son hates that song. and. My one of my sons he's like my spirit animal, so if he hates it, then that must be feedback from from the universe anyway, all right a little extra time there to help me figure out that and honestly, I'm probably not even gonna cut it out of the podcast because I don't think my audience of none will care that much. <laughs> All right, have a nice day, me. Have a nice day. And what am I talking about? It's not an audience of none. It's even more narcissistic than that. It's the audience of me. I am my own audience. I am the judge, jury, and the executioner. So it's deeper than that. I'm. My audience is comprised of one of my favorite people, me. What a narcissistic perspective. But I am my best company right now. Isn't it true? All right. Well, me, we're going to hop off this live stream, and we're going to continue to talk to ourselves all day. Thanks, everybody. Have a great Tuesday. Bye. The music I used in the background of this intro was downloaded from Faisley and Studios. Check them out for royalty-free music.